0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Trainers Tribe with myself, Kyle Wood.
1: And And Dale Sullivan, I'm sorry, I didn't know if I was supposed to say that. (laughs) How are we guys? (laughs) Nice to see you, Kyle.
0: You too. Uh, Today, we are talking about something that we think is really relevant now. Well, here in Australia, we're about a month into sort of lockdown, restricted, stay at home sort of message, uh, which is... How to look after yourself in this new reality because uh, business has changed, different people are, you know, you work from home, but now you've got other people like <laughs> your family and your, you know, your kids, <laughs> and your kids who are also in your space. So we thought it was really relevant today to talk about uh, how to make sure you're still taking time for yourself um, and you're not giving everything constantly to your family, everything to your clients, and then. Uh, not finding ways to restore your own energy and pizzazz.
1: Yeah, I like that, mate. And I think... Uh... Like we were just talking before that um, my wife said to me yesterday, H- when have you ever been so loud? I said, oh, you shouldn't have married me, it's not as if I've changed, you've just spent so much time with me lately and I'm sure a lot of people are in the same boat that you're know, figuring out little things that uh, you know, may not have annoyed before or that you just need to have certain bits of time and um, that's one thing I've found Cole, that I need to take more time for myself or I need to schedule Uh, Whereas previously, I I wouldn't have done this as much, but I need to have set things in schedule where I do do things for myself, for no one else, because otherwise Hmm. I will just neglect myself and I'm really bad at that. Um, So I'm going to talk about that. But before we do, I want to talk about you, because um, like we are talking about before, that this is sort of the normal for you, because you've been doing this for a number of years now. And that means that you've been able to figure out something that works really well for you because you're able to, you know, be happy, have a family, run a business, um, and still look after yourself in a really good way. So what have you found from, you know, working at home, and not only that, working for yourself? Because um, like we were saying before, you don't have clients. So if you don't want to do something one day, you probably don't have to. So how do you find the motivation to do that, to spend time for yourself and mm-hmm. energy? What What's worked well for you, mate?
0: Yeah, it's different when you're under the pump and you've only got a short period of time uh, in your day to do work. It makes it easier to kind of like motivate yourself. But then when the whole day expands and opens up. uh, So, you know, everyone's different at the moment. Um, But a little little background on what Dale's talking about for those who aren't familiar with uh, my situation. Um, So I've been working uh for from home since 2015 2014 mid 2014 uh yeah and in that time have had to juggle all sorts of things like um my wife started working from home as well so you know i mean we'd worked together before then so um when we were both personal trainers so there was some uh, sort of relevance going on there. Uh, but certainly, yeah, working from home for a long period of time uh, and kind of operating out of home, you know, it's not like I work from home, but then I go out to meet clients and things like that because everything I was doing was remote. It was it was via the internet. Uh, and then, like, as, you know, 18 months ago having a child, um, now I understand what it's like. To work at home with a child as well <laughs> and that brings with it all sorts of new uh, things. Uh, so yeah, it'd be good today um, to talk a bit about that. And I've had a few years, I guess, to work out on the things that that people are now, um, you know, dumped with in you know in their lap straight away. So I don't know where should I start. Should I start there? Well, what ask me a question. What are you curious about? Well,
1: I want to want to know how. You know, when, what what do you do for your time? Like, cause obviously, you got to leave the house. So no. I know that you are really big yeah. into nature and walking. So you do that. I know you try to do one walk a day by yourself, don't you? And you don't take technology, and you normally go to the beach.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that that's that's actually new newer oh. um, to be doing that every day since this all started just because especially at the start when everything was changing, you know, my anxiety levels were up because of so much uncertainty. There still is a lot of uncertainty, but it definitely feels more normal now. And I do find uh, being outside just, just, you know, brings that back down very naturally. Um, not getting the luxury of walking by myself at the moment though. Oh, you're not? I'm Sorry, usually mate. i taking, <laughs> uh, usually taking uh, the little one with me. At the start, I was, but now it's more the little one. Um, So, in terms of setting up my time uh, before child, BC, I would work in the mornings because I discovered for myself um, the sort of different, everyone's got different times a day. Well, not everyone, but each person has a time of the day that's kind of like their magic hour when they'll be the most efficient, you know, it's the easiest to work, the clearest of thought, um, it's easiest to do creative work things like that so um, that's probably like thing number one when you start working from home is working out when that time is and then telling everyone else in your household this is my time these two even this like two hours of my time um, this is when I'm going to work you know set up systems so that you're not going to get interrupted by the rest of your family during that time so you need to get your partner on board you need to if your kids are a bit older, sit down and, and talk to them about this, that this is your work time. If they're younger, making sure, um, I don't know, that you throw on ABC Kids or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know, it's important that you you get this time um, because that's when you're going to be able to get, you're going to get the most bang for your buck in terms of work. So some people, for some people, it's like really early in the morning, like pre-breakfast. For me, it's like right after breakfast, so sort of from... 8 till 10, 8 till 11 is like my magic time. Other people's afternoon and then other people as well, it's it's the evening. So you might find, especially if you've got kids, that uh, even though, you know, the general sort of advice is don't stare at screens at night. If that's your time when you are most creative, that is when you should do your work because you're you're going to produce your best work during that time. So that's the first thing. So um, yeah, I used to work in the mornings. Then we had a child, and that didn't work as well because it just meant my wife was taking the brunt of the child care every day. Especially if like you know I'd work on something in the morning, and then it'd be like, oh, I need to finish it in the afternoon, and then I'd keep working. So I changed to three days a week—Monday, Wednesday, Friday—and uh, worked all day. Uh, and then recently, like post. COVID-19, I've gone back to work in the mornings. It works now with our daughter being a bit older. Uh, and this way, we can kind of do a trade. So I get up, have breakfast, try and uh, usually get up with my daughter when she wakes up because she likes to get up at like 5, 5.30. I get some time with her in the morning. My wife gets to sleep in. Uh, and then we kind of like eat breakfast together as a family. And then I you know go work and I'll work through till... To lunch and then have lunch and then the afternoons are like family time or just me one-on-one time with my daughter and that's when i'll yeah try and go for a walk every day mostly because um around three o'clock my daughter is like tearing every cupboard open and <laughs> <laughs> you need to get her out pulling everything out and just like <laughs> it's like oh i just need to get her out of the house so i know people with kids will relate so um that's really good, and then that's really good for me because she can kind of go wild, especially down on the beach. Uh, we'll go for a walk, and she can just run around and yelling, and uh, I can be a little bit more hands off um, and just sort of watch. And so I'm not like chasing around the house. Uh, so that that does give me a break as well. So that's kind of the the structure of the days at the moment. And then weekends for me, it's like it's no work. I don't work on the weekends. I won't. Um, I've made that a rule a long time ago. And I found you need, it's the reason I worked Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and not like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then had four days off because you, you need time for your brain to switch off from like the, the sort of problem solving, um, sort of mode you get into as when you work on your business, you're solving problems, solving problems. You need time to switch that off. And, um, I find having two days off work really helps with that. And it, it allows like, instead of problem solving stuff, it allows like creative solutions to sort of come through my subconscious. Um, Cause your subconscious is still working on it, but your conscious brain gets like a nice rest by just doing completely different activities. So yes, nice man. that's how it looks at the moment.
1: Yeah. I, well, I like yeah. that. And I think one of the things as well is that at the moment you're in a setup office. I am, I've, Built a purpose office in the back of my shed, in front of the gym I've got. So it is, oh, com- really? yeah. So this is completely like a soundproof. Oh, You're in the ah, at the back. It's cool. got like the soundproofing, so I can do like my podcasting, my recording. Um, I've got all my equipment yeah. in here. Um, I've got my two computers and everything like that. So what I've found now is that uh, I'll try and leave my work in here. Um, I'm still juggling that. Mm. Particularly, I think the hardest yeah. thing for me is I work over so many different time zones with. Webinars and podcasts, yeah. and um, it doesn't always fit to say I only work these hours because if I want to do a podcast for some of the UK or America or something like that, then you've got to be quite flexible. So that's one thing I'm I'm really bad with Kyle. But what I've found is now that I have to come out into my office, it sort of makes it work. And then when I'm inside, it's not. And I think that's one of the the biggest things that. I would recommend for people and not everyone's got that luxury. Some people live in apartments and, you know, with your partner as well. And now you might have kids and it might just be really, really tough. But if you can find an area that is just for work and an area that is for living, I think it sort of gives that yeah. thing. Like like you just said, Cole, you have breakfast as a family, you go All right now, Daddy's going to work. And you walk about four yeah, steps exactly, into yeah. your office. But that's what work is these yeah. days. You know, like when we're growing up. Now, my dad would go off to work, but that doesn't happen now. And after this COVID thing, like, I think a lot of businesses are going to realise that they don't actually need their staff in in an office all the time. You know, you could save money on overheads. And and particularly, I know a lot of people that the commute, particularly living, I live about 40 minutes from Melbourne, my wife commutes every day. I'm like, that is such a waste of time. Do you know what I mean? So I just see that I think the world's going to change for different ways massively after yeah. this and, and that's a, that's a given no doubt it will but i also think that people will realize that you don't always need to go into work to do your job particularly with how good technology is these days you know and and we're finding yeah. that out as trainers look at everything you've been doing Kyle look at the sessions we've been running over zoom i've been using all these different webinar platforms you know when we're chatting to our friends now we've got it feels like we're in the same room as them obviously we're not but technology is so good and it's going to get better that Things are going to change. So the big thing I think is make sure that at home you've got a living area, you've got a sleeping area, eating area, and yeah. a working area. Try and yeah. try and not yeah. mix it all together. And I know yeah. I had a lot of people tell me this a long time ago that you really need to do it, and I've only just yeah. seen the benefit of it when I've built this studio for myself, that how good it is that um, – My wife doesn't come in here, and it's got all my crap, and it's how I want it, and I don't get told off for cleaning it or anything like that, (laughs) and I like it. It's mine college, you know, and I think that is really important because then when I'm go inside, that's my house. It's not my office, so I think that's one thing people are probably struggling with at the moment as well. You know, you might be filming, you might be filming boot camps in your lounge room while your kids are under around, or do you know what I mean? And it it is really tough. Um, Yeah. So I think that's probably one tip. I don't know. Have you had any experience with that? Like, Because I remember when uh, you lived in Alvington that you had a two-bedroom house and you turned one of them into an office.
0: Yes. Yeah, um, this is really good. And this is one of the things is because I've been doing this for so long There's things like that that were really important that I've forgotten about. And yeah, having a dedicated workspace, even if it is in your living room, but like, you know, a dedicated desk where you can keep your work sort of in one space rather than like setting up on the dining table, um, a space where you can just sit down, start working, you know, do your work. If you can do it in a separate room where there's going to be less distractions, that's better. Uh, In Alphington, so we had a a housemate as well um, who, well, my wife's cousin lived with us for a while and then she went overseas for an extended trip. So when I had the office, it was her bedroom that I'd taken over to my office and it was so good. Uh, but then when she came back again, I had to move my office back into the living room, and yeah, it was really challenging because, uh, yeah, you you never really felt like there was always just that distraction because it'd be you know someone else around or um, you know something else going on, and yeah, even with you know headphones and things, it still makes it tough. So uh, if you can have a dedicated workspace, um, that's yeah. I mean, a lot of people who've got school age kids have probably set up a little school area. It would have, 100%. Kids. Like, yep. do the same for yourself. Set up a little work area uh, where you can just sit and work and get things done.
1: Yeah, and I think, like you just said, that it is all about time. You know, you go to work. You're at school now. You are working. You need yeah, to keep yeah. that routine. Yeah. And I know for myself, like yep. like you said about work times, that um, I work good at Weird time, So I'll get up at five every morning, I'll do two hours solid yep. of work and I feel like I get nearly a full day done yeah. then. My wife gets up, we walk yeah, our dog, yeah. um, I come back, I have some breakfast and then normally at nine o'clock I'll start recording. So I'll have, I got a podcast every week or every day and I'll start on like yep. that. Um, I've then also started another thing called... Doing just in my, as I said, my office is set up in my gym, so I go and I've got to do at minimum 100 pull-ups throughout the day. So as I'm working, I've just got to go oh in gosh. and do 100 pull-ups. <laughs> um, yeah. And then to keep myself accountable, I've been doing, as I said, the virtual boot camps every night at either 5:30 or 6 p.m. Yeah. So um, I'm getting that as well. So that's sort of my structure, uh, and I found that having that 5:30 or 6 p.m. boot camp, like I normally would, but now I'm getting the exercise in. I've never, and I thought yep. about this this morning on my walk. I've never felt so good, and I will look back at coronavirus, and it'll be the best thing that's ever happened for me. Yes, I, I've lost a lot of things, and like overnight, I realized how much money I've lost in flights, like with Virgin going down, and all these different things. Like everyone's lost something, but yep. I actually walked on my walk this morning, I just smiled because I've never slept so much, I've never been as happy, yeah. and just felt good, you know, and. I wouldn't have actually done that. Like everyone said, slow down, but I never would have done that. But now I've had to. And I'm like, I don't actually know back. And I don't think I'll actually go back to doing what I was doing because I I just feel really good and i know you're smiling you're like yeah. dale you're a, i'm gonna no <laughs> you're a dickhead i know you're thinking that kyle because you've been thinking this for years you're like no i'm not that harsh. <laughs>
0: i'm more just like i'm happy for you thank mate. you mate i know i should have a chance to slow down i oh, know
1: i should put words in your mouth but i know you've been thinking that for a long time you're like dale you need to slow down but you haven't said it thank you yeah. but um i think that's for me yeah like if you look at everything that you know, it it can be a positive or it can be a negative and there are a lot of negatives, but, uh, yeah, for me personally, I've found that setting that structure, having a a distant Mm. workstation, um, it's yeah, I I actually feel really good. Um, and I know I wanted to talk about and in the last, uh, last week's episode, we did, I talked about the peg self-care that I've, I've sort of implemented, uh, with a lot of families and schools and teachers I've been working with. Um, So I'm going to explain that a little bit better. And I've also in the show notes, or if you just go to Dale's side bottom on YouTube, I've uploaded my last webinar. It goes for about 50 minutes and it's basically ways to build engagement remotely, but also how to look after yourself remotely. Um, And like I said, there's three games at the start of that that I start the webinar off with that uh, paper, scissors, rock, heads or tails, or red or black with the cards. And they are great games for you to see or participate in that webinar and, and see how I run them and then do them with your clients to start off. But then also the peg approach, play, excite, gratitude, and giving. I'm not going to go into too much, but there's three or four examples for each one of how you can do that each day. So you can grab that peg um, and you can really look after yourself. And um, I know I've had a few people so say, well, what what does that mean? How does it be applied? Um, and that's why I've obviously put it in a webinar, call because there's a little bit of detail to it. You need to sort of see that the reasons behind it. I give the evidence, the scientific research beside, behind adding those into your day, what it'll do. And and particularly a lot of it is it'll reduce anxiety and stress, help you sleep better and build your confidence. And they are things that we need more so than ever at the moment. So um, we will have a link for those in the show notes, Kyle. I'll send you that. And that was probably really all I had for today. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that I'm feeling really good. And I was really proud. I only just thought about that this morning because I think think I've just been focusing on, oh, no, this has happened again. And, like, I had three retreats in Bali and we've just been told this morning they're being cancelled and virgins going under. And that's who I fly with. I'm like, oh, I'll lose my status as a a frequent flyer and all all these other things. I'm like, (laughs) do you know what, Dale? You're an idiot because you actually feel better and you're happier than you've ever been. Who cares about all these other things? Um, So Mm. I don't know if other people need to hear that as well, but – I think for me, that's sort of where I'm at at the moment, mate. So how do you see this sort of folding out? Because, Cole, you, you've you got a great business. You are happy. You've set up these routines. What would you recommend for people that – because we're getting, it's not finishing anytime soon. We're going to be in yeah. this for a while. So what would be your advice from, um, you know, obviously figuring out the best time to work, very important, like you said. Um, yeah. what What else yeah, besides what you've mentioned? Fine. Is there anything else that has worked really well for you?
0: So, definitely with with exercising, which you mentioned is, is a key part of the, the peg, doing your daily get peg pegged, activities. Get pegged, Kyle. Uh, get pegged. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to say it. Yeah, that's one thing. So, I mean, I talked about walking, but like I work out with weights as well. I've, I'm also fortunate to have a home gym, something I, a few, I did a couple of years ago. And it's like, oh, yeah, that, that really paid off. But, you know, as, as trainers who are listening to this, they'll have equipment. So they can do working workouts at home. So I would find a way for you to keep that consistent as well. And again, get you know get the if it, get anyone else who's at home at that time who may be like potentially interrupting or railroading that, get them on board that this is your workout time. Uh, you know, so work it in and don't don't sacrifice your your work time f- with the workout time because you know you might need to get both in. You feel like you have to choose. Try if you can to do both, have different times, But it might be that you're um, you're training less. So I am training less than I normally do, but it means that I can get in like two really good workouts a week and maybe a third one, which I've actually been able to get in most weeks. Um, and that's working really well for me at the moment, just with the change in schedule and things like that. Uh, other, other big tips, tips for working at home. I wish I'd written
1: something. <laughs> Sorry, before. mate. No, I think that, that's a really good one. Um, and I've found ways yeah. to make, like I really love walking my dog and I've found a way now that yeah. I walk with a 20 kilo weight vest every time I walk my dog. And I, I get some oh, weird yeah. looks, Kyle. Don't get me wrong. I get some weird yeah. looks. But each morning I'm doing a 45 to 50 minute walk you know, with my dog with a 20 kilo weight vest. It does make a difference, you know, like you do feel that. Um, so that that might be another thing you try. Yes, you might look a bit silly, but who cares? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like my wife's used to it now. She's like, oh, geez, dad, that, that's not really attractive. <laughs> and you look like you've got a bomber vest on. I say, well, at the end of the day, I'm, it's a weight vest and I'm uh, actually enjoying it. So do you know what I mean? You can find other things to do and move your body and, and get the benefits of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. And that's, I don't know how, but that made me think of something else. The other big thing about working from home is you can very easily find that from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed during any like lull in the day, you've been staring at a screen. And so that's my other big thing is to really, you have to get, you have to get really intentional about when you're using your screen and when you're not. So my recommendation is like for your phone, have a place in the house it lives doesn't follow you around the house It lives in one spot uh you know at the moment mine's on my desk because i'm here working but then the rest of the time it's on the end of the kitchen bench and i try to if i need to use it go up to it use it put it back and then and then go do other stuff and that way it's not always just there because you know especially like at night when i'm meant to be winding down i might be watching a show with my wife and um you know, you usually I'm, always, I'm one of those people. who was like always like looking up, like what's that person meaning? Kind of, thing. <laughs> you're um, one of them. <laughs> but it's like you're looking at your screen, and it, it does have an impact on like your sleep quality and things like that. So for it to be, it it's over on the edge of the kitchen bench. It's like ah, oh, I can't really get it. So it just creates that little barrier. Um, yes, yeah, so that's that would be a big thing for me is like making sure uh, get a get a book that you're reading and you know read that on the toilet instead of like staring at your phone or, you know, like read read a book during those those lulls in the day um, when you, you know, you haven't got anything else to do. If you've got five minutes or 10 minutes, that would be my recommendation. Um, cause yeah, otherwise you'll find, cause you're like now as trainers, you're no longer, that was a big thing. You know, there was mandatory time that I was outside interacting with other people And now, you know, when you switch to doing that through the screen, yeah, it could very easily get into that state where you've just been looking at screens all day and you're like, what have I actually done today? And yeah, um, yeah. I think also, I
1: think also, I love that, that um, I think we just pick our screen up because it's a habit that we don't allow ourselves to Mm. ever be bored. And I spoke about this on someone else's Mm. podcast a couple of weeks ago that go to the toilet and enjoy being on the toilet. Eat your meal yeah. and, and enjoy your meal. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't need to be scrolling. You don't need to be working. Be present. You know, And it's called mindful eating. It could be mindful going to the toilet, whatever it is. But actually be present and allow your mind to be bored. Allow it to think thoughts yeah. instead of scrolling up and down, flicking that thumb for mindlessness because that's just a waste of time and you're not actually yeah. allowing yourself to just think. Um, because you're allowing yeah. the, the screen to do that for you, so um, I love that. I love that idea. Um, that's one good thing about my office as well. There's no phone reception in here, so when I'm in here at oh, work, really? yeah. So I think that's a really huh. positive as well. So some people you can turn on flight mode. I know a lot of people turn their notifications off. There are so many different things you yeah. can do, but um, your phone will control you if you let it. Uh, if you don't let mm. it, like Kyle says, put it at the end of your bench turn it off, whatever, for set periods of time, you'll be so much more productive. And then you don't have to work as long. Yep. Then you don't have to scare your screen. You know, you can, you yeah, know, there, there yeah. are ways around it. You don't have to work as long. You can work smarter and faster um, with less distractions.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and one last thing I thought of, which we also hadn't talked about, was uh, then being intentional right now about, when you do catch up with people, cause cause that can be a big, not just scrolling on Instagram or Facebook, but a big thing that you can use your phone for is, is text messages. So like my wife and her friend, um, they've put in a rule, you know, they used to message each other all, all day. Um, and cause they're best friends, you know, and they're just like, and they're both, we've both got kids. So they're usually exchanging things. Uh, but now what they do is they call each other. So they've got a rule now. It's like, if you want to talk, you call. Uh, So, they chat on the phone for like, you know, once or twice a day, Um, sometimes just short calls, sometimes longer. And they've both said that's been so much better. Than texting. You get so much more out of conversation (laughs) on a call versus, you know, back and forth with text messages. Because in a text message, if you've got to write some long elaborate story, you probably just like leave it out. So, you just, you know, you sort of do the shortened version and you know so much gets lost so they found that really good uh and then for myself like doing this podcast has been like a sort of a social thing for me as well because i get to talk to you mm. once a week um and i've been running like these monday morning lives that you joined me on the other week um another thing that's like another intentional social thing and i've been buying which is. You know, bad on one hand side, but good on the other, like more takeaway coffee. So, part of my commute to work is go uh, and get a coffee, drive, drive the 20 minute walk. You know, it's not very far, but you know, just so I can get started early, this is what works for me. Drive to town, get a coffee from my favorite coffee shop, which is now, you know, serving out of the window at the front of their shop. Um, have a little, little quick chat to them. Um, and then, and then come back home. And then it's like, you know, I'm in. Uh, in ready for work mode. But that just that little social interaction with someone who's not my wife or my child each day it has a really big impact on my my mood and and like mental mental health.
1: Mm, I, I like that. And I think one other thing that come to mind, I know we keep going on and on here, but um, I've done it for a <laughs> long time because I don't like texting. I don't like typing because I'm not a very good speller. So I do a lot of like voice and you can do this like on Facebook. You can do this. Mm. Uh, you can do this over message messages on your iPhone or um, whatever device. You can send a voice message, and so I just simply talk into it now. And and what I do as well with my emails because I get so many emails. I'm sure you do as well, Kyle. That I've got this program called Dub D U B B, and I'll actually just record myself replying to the emails or video, and people are loving it because they're like, "Oh, that's so personable." Oh, cool. So and it's so good for yeah. me because instead of double-checking my writing, thinking about what it's going, going over an email five or six times. It takes half an hour. Yes. I now just do a video. It takes four or five minutes. I can show my personality. People really enjoy that, and I'm getting better feedback, and I don't have to go back and forth because they actually understand. So yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, there's ways around everything, and people are thinking I'm I'm doing it now because – they, like the social interaction I say look it's great you know you're getting a little bit of you can see who I am and, and I, I talk it up that way but it's really because I'm playing to my strengths as well but it you know it saves me so much time um some people find it a bit awkward to say, like oh why is this guy sending me a video but then they figure out <laughs> that's who I am and it's actually really been beneficial so um right
0: yeah
1: and and that's not for everyone do you know what I mean like, like we said you're a, you're a really good writer so you're probably enjoy yeah. writing emails I hate it so i'm like how can i get around that how can i play to my strengths i can talk and do a video and um
0: no i like yeah that actually really appeals to me because sometimes i get really long emails and writing an email back that hits on every single point is um it's hard hard. yeah and yeah so so I like that. Well, this and and I think for other, I think for trainers out there, like that's a great way to sort of keep in touch with their clients. Dang.
1: Well, and that's a, and that's the thing. That's why um, I'm a huge believer in podcasting and videos. And I know we talk about this a lot, but you want your clients, you want people to feel like they know you, and if they don't know you, or you want them to feel. Like they're there with you, and that's what video and audio mm-hmm. do. So, um, if you are in that, you don't need to get this dub program I've got. I'm sure there's plenty out there, but it's so easy. It's hooked onto my Gmail email. I hit a plug in, I record myself, and just go straight in the email and sends. Like it is so wow. easy, and like there's so many programs like that. So, and on the same call, someone asks me twenty questions in an email. I'm like oh, this is going to take me half the day to get back to that. And I procrastinate. <laughs> I put it off because I'm like, I can't be bothered yeah. typing that. But now I just set it up. I'm recording and I just answer each question as I read it. And I'm like, bang, done. Thank you. And people are like, oh, thank you so much for your time. I'm like, if only you yeah. knew that that was a fraction of the time it <laughs> would take me to write back to your email. i am giving away all my secrets now. It does take a long time to do a video. All right,
0: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. well. But this is the thing, it's like, it shouldn't, it should be about the value, you know, and it's like, we're talking about with work, like encouraging people to work during the time of day, they're going to work, you know, the best, it's not about putting in lots of hours of work at the moment. It's about finding that, you know, being really like putting boundaries around the time of the day and the space that you work in so that you can get the most work done in a short period of time, which is going to like, let you give, have more impact and be more helpful.
1: Yeah, so true. So, well, hopefully people can – that was a very unstructured podcast, Kyle, but I actually really liked it. And it's funny, we just kept finding new ideas, and that's what happens. (laughs) So hopefully some people got a few ideas out of that. You're probably like, wow, there's so many different things going on in that episode. But – Yeah, we like to do that. We like to mix it up and uh, they won't always be structured. But like I said, I think we uh, did a question the other day in our Trainers Tribe podcast page. If you're not part of that, join it because we post a lot of stuff in there. But um, if there's any topic or anything that you're struggling with at the moment, um, please let us know because we're always looking for ways to help you, ways to provide value that, you know, Kyle and myself might have expertise in together. And and we've both got different perspectives and different views. So, yeah, type it in there. Make sure you give us a follow. And um, that's really all I've got today, Cole. Awesome.
0: That sounds good. Should we move on to right here, right now?
1: Right here, right now. Yes, we should. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. Let's talk about just just quickly what uh, a couple of things each that we've been up to um, over the past week. Um, things that we find useful to share with other people.
1: I'll start then, mate. I'll, I'll get the ball rolling today. Okay. Uh, so on Thursday and Friday, I ran my first ever online education summit. Uh, oh, yes. And I had, uh, there was 12 presenters, so myself and 11 other speakers from around the world. And I'd scheduled every day, 6, 8, 10, 12, 4 and 6. So six presentations each day for two days uh, and oh, I've never, I have never—I've been so shattered in a long time, Kyle. Like, it was <laughs> crazy, but the response from people was so good, and I'd been really doubting myself. I'd wanted to do one of these for probably a year or two now, but I'm like, you don't have the credibility to do it. You shouldn't be able to, like, what makes you say that you can run an education summit? But what it did do is uh, just – It helped so many people and the response to emails and things like that was just incredible. So um, if people are listening and there's something that you're doubting yourself, just do it. And I'm not very good with technology, but I figured it out. Do you know what I mean? And most of it went really well. Um, The feedback was amazing and people actually love presenting on the platform. and, and, And it's opened up so many new opportunities for me, but also it was such a nice thing to do. And I got to sit through some of the best education presenters in the world, you know, and they were amazing. So I learned so much as well. So um, for me, I just felt over the weekend, I was really tired on Saturday, but I was sort of really proud because it scared the absolute crap out of me doing it. And I was so nervous. I'm like, I don't really understand all this. I don't know what I'm doing, but you just make it work. So right here, right now, I got it done and um, it is important to praise yourself. And I was really proud of my effort. So that's what I've been up to, mate.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's a really awesome achievement. Congratulations.
1: Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Cheers. (laughs) Uh,
0: uh, On my end, a couple of things, Uh, a book. I like to talk about the books I'm reading. I'm um, listening to Tribes by Seth Godin at the moment, which um, is so timely. I can't believe it took me this long to think about reading it again <laughs> or listening. Uh, yeah, it's it's a book about uh, how as humans we uh, naturally form tribes, and how the internet has given us the ability. It's a lot of the stuff you've been talking about, Dale, in the last few weeks. Like the internet's given us this ability to find tribes that aren't just people who live you know, In postcode. within walking distance yeah. of us. Uh, so yeah, really, really cool um, book to listen to. Um, and it's very, it'll encourage you to help stand up and be a leader of one of those tribes, which as trainers with your own business, you already have You're a tribe a of, of clients. So um, this is just a really good way of, of looking at it and should give you some ideas of how you can continue to grow your business through this time. So, recommend that one. And it's pretty short. It's like three and a half hours. His books are version. short.
1: They are short. Uh, and so, oh, that's why yeah. I like his writing, Kyle, and, and his podcast. If you don't listen to a yeah. Kimball, um, they only go for about 12 to 15 minutes. And he's got questions. But it's quality.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Get your thinking. Uh, and speaking of podcast, the other thing I was going to recommend, I've been listening to Brene Brown's podcast. Ooh. She's got a podcast out now.
1: Does she? I didn't know and, this. There you, you go.
0: Know, I'm a big fan. Yeah. it's just come out like start of April, maybe like end of March. So it's just come out. Uh, And it's a mix of interviews and she does some like solo episodes as well. I've been gravitating more towards the solo episodes. She's got a great uh, first episode on FFTs, which um, if your kids are listening to this, I'm going to let you just mute while I'm going to say
1: good which
0: stands for fucking first times <laughs> and uh, it's so good it's so relevant at the moment like with you know every we're all doing these new things that we've never done before and uh, she talks about how like it's normal that we would therefore suck at it because it's the first time we're doing it and um, we just have you know it's it's new so like you have to keep doing it enough times so that it's not the first time you've done it and you start getting some skill at it. So, uh, yeah, I really recommend having listened to her some of her stuff as well. I think she's just, uh, she's always really plugged into what's going on and she's got some good practical, because of all her research, she's got really practical advice on how to, deal with some of the emotions and things that you're feeling right now yeah So
1: yeah, i, I love that and if you don't know who brene brown is and you haven't watched her ted talk i think it's probably made the biggest impact out of any ted talk or any thing i've watched go and watch her first ever ted talk and i know you introduced me to a Kyle, at your retreat that we did and um, i was like wow it's yes yeah, so i can't i didn't know she had a podcast so see everyone learns something every yeah. day mate that's brilliant <laughs> <laughs> yep. fft straight Everyone's up there we go now. You got to have a podcast, mate. Look at us go.
0: That, that was going to be sort of my end of ending of this episode was encouraging trainers to think about maybe starting to do something like that. Like Ooh. do a podcast, do uh, a, a regular vlog that you, you know, upload onto YouTube. You know, you don't just like share it with Instagram yes. friends like something. Put it like out that. to the world. Put, put yourself out public. Uh, start talking about the things you believe in as a trainer. Uh You know, and not just as a trainer, it might not even be related to training. Um, You know, you might have a background in something else that you can also mesh in and combine with exercise and fitness and create something new. Uh, Everyone's got ideas, but they're useless in your head. (laughs) Uh, You need to put them out in the world and share them with people because people are really needing, like, they're really needing ideas and they're really needing people who are going to say, uh, you know, I can, you know, I here's what's working for me, even. Uh, and that's just that's just being generous right now. Yeah, and I, uh, I. And in a way, it's selfish to give to yourself.
1: It is, and I speak about this. And if people are wanting to start a podcast, Cole, um, last year I put together like a ten step course on how to. Oh, you. Yeah, so people want that. Hit me, cool. just send me an email at at Dale at energetic.education or reach out to Kyle or whatever, and I'll send you a link. I'm not going to share that publicly because it makes up part of my membership library, um, but oh, I am okay. willing to share that with anybody because I've said this to so many people that coronavirus is your chance to do something that scared you, that you have wanted to for a while. Now is your chance to do it because no one will judge. You do have more time um, and, you know, put yourself out there. Like I did with, I suppose, my online conference at, if, and I think podcasting, yeah. and that's why it's so good that we've got this back, Kyle, because it is such a powerful mean, you know, and everybody can listen. So um, start one. It'll improve all areas of your life. My speaking has got better. My confidence. Um, I, I, I don't know what your your experience with me is, Kyle, cause I know you did one before we started ours together. But um, for me personally, it seriously changed so many aspects of everything I do particularly listening because of you know being able to run a podcast Hmm.
0: because of the interviews you do being able to listen better yeah wow yeah uh for me it's uh it's just a different way of of getting you know talking about things it lets me talk about topics that maybe yeah writing a blog post on it would be too convoluted or Hmm. things like that it allows me to share ideas that yeah maybe i'm not ready to like put down in writing because they're new but you know i can share them on a, on a podcast and it lets me reach a different group of people who um, maybe don't have time to read things or prefer to listen to things and uh and then it's it's, it's fun like it's fun doing <laughs> it's yeah fun doing it with is. You. like so you know maybe that's you know don't start a podcast by yourself you know get a mate great advice um, and and start with them yeah, and, and I think
1: go from there. and I think like you just said though, like, that's how we started this together because there is quite a bit of work in doing it all together. But when there's someone else, you're accountable again. And I think that's again finding routine. Um, and not only that, that you actually enjoy catching up. And like we've again, like we used to, like and people probably they've listened before, we used to go and get uh, like lunch or morning tea or breakfast on a Friday morning. It's
0: like brunch. Brunch, yeah, <laughs> yeah and
1: then we'd go back to your place and we'd record an episode and um, that would be it. And now we're, obviously we can't do that because you've moved away and I've moved away too, but um, every Monday we're going to do similar thing and we're going to record. Um, so, again, it's about finding that routine and something to look forward to. And I know I really look forward to this because it's more of a chat. Um, I don't have to plan it as much as – Uh, My other podcast. So for me, I actually really like it. It's like a brush of fresh air, to be honest. Um, And we get to to connect, we get to share, um, and we've got different ideas. So if it does ski, but you want to do it, find somebody, you know, if you're part of a a Facebook group and you're like, oh, I really like the posts they do about this thing, reach out to them and say, hey, do you want to start a podcast? Let's give it a go. You know, like, what have you got to lose? You actually don't need any equipment either. You can record a podcast simply through Zoom. You just put some headphones in. You don't need a podcast and, uh, sorry, a microphone. And if you've been like me for the last three years and had the wrong settings on your microphone, it probably sounds better without one anyway. So, I don't know. There's a challenge for someone, Cole.
0: All right. I think that's a good place to wrap it up for today. Sounds good.
1: Perfect, man. Yes,
0: yeah. Just so you know, Dale is is giving me like thumbs up. <laughs> Sorry, I, <laughs> you guys. Can't thank you. Hear his thumbs That's up. a virtual thumbs
1: up. Everybody, have a great day.
0: Good to chat to you, Dale. Likewise, Cole. And yeah, I hope everyone has has a good good week.